welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community and any new listeners. You have landed on a podcast with a 5D mystic uh, functional adult person, Enlightenment Soul Age Group. It's a integrated brain, restorative embodied self. So it's the optimized version of any human being. There are plenty of good somatic sensory motor and trauma experts that actually not only take clients, but also educate those of us who want to support people. In this case, I do support people on their lovely self-development ascension journey. And uh, that's where through the episodes, through the inner growth mindset courses, through the future books that are still in the midst of being written through the blog, a lot of content. And on that note, though, we have episodes. They're always food for thought, even when it's channeled guidance. Remember that um, we are here to learn how to be ourself as the human being you are. And I'm that human being translator of the spiritual and spirituality. So what I mean is that 5D mystics, we don't look at ourselves as spiritual processes. We're human beings who have an experience and it's called being a person. And when you get enough somatic sensory motor trauma hours, you understand the body and the sensations that arise and the mind sight that you can do. And mind sight means mind sifting. And it's Daniel Siegel that uses this word as he teaches about the mind and how he teaches about how to handle the mind to move into integration of the brain. And then for mindfulness, it helps you to learn how to use your cortex, but it does not actually teach you about sifting your own mind. No, the images, sensations, thoughts, and feelings. Mind sight instead, as Daniel Siegel teaches, it does. He teaches us the word, and I am using it on purpose so that I can start using it and helping to let people know about Daniel Siegel as well and the Mind Sight Institute. In fact, the interpersonal neurobiology course is accessible to anyone who wants to learn about how the mind and uh, it's beautiful to know how your mind works. And it's beautiful also to have yoga, and that's where Sadhguru comes in. But, you know, when you don't know what it means when he says you can learn to respond and not react, that's why you're not empowered as a person. And that's why people think spiritual process means something different from functional adult. doesn't. It's integrated brain, functional adult, compassionate person. Your Purusha Prakriti experience is accessible, heaven in your body, when you're in a restorative embodied self. Because your nervous system, which is your embodied brain, is connected to our lovely nervous system. So the way we begin to develop is first the spine and then the brain. Again, from Daniel Siegel, there's a whole way he explains it. Long story short, we're a person. And there's no need to uh, talk about any entities supernatural. In fact, let's begin the differences. Differences between 4D and 5D mystics is we kind of know it's not about supernatural, not kind of, we automatically do. So even in the peak, peak, peak of my days with Claire's, meaning when I was just uncovering the entire plane of crystals and uh, metaphysics as a terrorism, the different dimensions, when I became aware of the energy workers of Reiki practitioners, and I'm a Reiki master, so there's that beautiful thing. I, in fact, need to finish one of my courses, but I can already officially not only do sessions, but also have people move from level one, two, or three, and people who know about being a Reiki master know what I'm talking about. Not important here, and in fact, 
i love also reconnective healing which i have not been able to take but at the end of the day what we intuitively know is that we're all energy and this is why we don't make a oh one's more special the other's more special we don't do shit like that 5d mystics are like huh that's interesting that's an so we're already integrated brains we use left and right together we don't do the left alone which is instead what 4d does because they're like no no can't mix the two together no no they're different no we're the same energy no but they have a different set yes they do have a yes but that's because they're founded by two different people that had two different relationships with the sphere of energy which you also have a relationship to so the reality is they're not special they harness their own life and learn something and shared it with the world there you go we we don't put people on pedestals 5d it's like yeah you're not more special because you created something you created something it's very straightforward we know how a brain works mine does work too people that are not 5d they don't like that they want you to actually yeah so i'm gonna <laughs> take steps back i'm thinking of this time i was a teenager and it was in the moment of my teenage life when people finally were starting to say you know what just because you're older than me doesn't mean you can treat me like shit because see there's one thing about adults and this thing that oh because i'm an adult you have to uh, speak to me a certain way the adults who are not really adults they actually have a very specific energy about them so those of us who know we know there are basically what are adaptive children adults who are in their actual charge states and their infant wound is being used so that grocery store lady looked at you weird and now you're all and up and how da, 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 they're rude they're this they're that there's an adaptive child for you though they're going to be an adult and they're not 5d nowhere near it they're not a functional adult they're just a random human being who has not yet learned how to integrate their brain because they have not learned that that stuff that just came up is their unresolved trauma because they don't believe in the updated psychoeducation stuff they believe emotions are meant to be used that way they don't know that emotions aren't meant to be used they come up and they can go away and that if you're not knowing how to process it's because you're not knowing how to process your nervous system because your brain some shot up stuff because you're in a safety behavior and that's yellow or red and some of us are not we're in a green so we'll know the difference as a child and a kid growing up i knew the difference and now i can explain it lo and behold 5d you can be it your entire life and not even know it lo and behold i know some people have been their entire life there and then we're helping other people who want to be here to know guess what if you think of 5d aka just know it's a functional adult find out emotionally speaking how to be your own let me spell it out secure attachment body and brain secure attachment again s-e-c-u-r-e attach just just learn about becoming secure attachment with the poly secure book please don't you don't have to become polyamorous but read that book that book gives you a very straight narrow safe haven secure base i love it and it tells you what the people who have insecure that means non-secure attachment styles i'm talking about styles right now so they she spells out to and she's an, a licensed therapist all that stuff she's all of it and has done her due diligence with research so again she lists to you what the insecure attachment styles and she is somebody who learned from diane heller i took a course with diane heller 
and Peter Levine, and this was on attachment and trauma. In fact, I learned a lot of things that are really beautiful for our mindful relationship, growing relationships, the ones of us who are adults. Uh, okay, so 5D mystics, we're all adults. We want to have relationships with adults. We don't partner up with adaptive children. In fact, we don't even uh, actually recognize by any way, shape, forms, or means, we're not speaking these words to people. FYI, I'm, I'm educating in a way of saying, yes, if you're an adult, you're knowing exactly what to do when you see a child. Be compassionate and be equanimous. And if they're using transference, be more equanimous than ever. And believe me when I say, if 5D is an intelligent person, we wander about everything. We're not idiots. We're not, uh, what is it called? Dead in, dead in stone, stone in debt. We don't know shit. We, we know zero. We're going to be there like a blank stare and you're going to see a blank stare and what you're going to see if we're officially 5D is, please tell me more because I really don't know. And you know what happens when people have a doubt about that? They think that that's mischievous because this has taken place. So we all have those experiences. That's why I can explain about it. And I can explain exactly how the 5D will not react. Um, oh, wow. I did not even know this was happening until I unraveled it all. And then, oh, now that I look, ah, uh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. No, it's because we get told it by the people who actually have the ideas in their head. That they think we're up to something. Because, see, we're all a body. So people who scan each other, their body and a brain, they're going to be like, I saw you. I can see right through you. That, that's how people who know everything are going to say, I know everything. <laughs> really, do you? Tell me more about myself. Please do. Please, please keep informing me about all of what is your mirror, by the way. But, hey, let me not burst your bubble. So when you become friends with those people, this is where it's like, okay. And so I'm explaining something right now. 5D people, we don't have self-doubt. It's called no shame. We really don't. And a person will see it a mile away. And this is why they will think we're an asshole when we're not. Because they'll see the, br the blank stare. We'll be genuinely like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're doing. I don't have any fucking clue. Why are you in this thing? What is this? So when people actually see through and they're like oh wait shit <laughs> this is a person who just doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about okay so we'll be the falling from the sky and that's because i'm talking about people who actually have experiences where they've only met individuals who have behind the scenes the planning the strategy so they've met those who manipulate they've met okay so in these instances the 5D mystic will not, re, we don't react to being accused of things we know that are not true. We don't, <laughs> when Patrick uses the word weaponized and sophisticated together, when he's talking about, this is the therapist that I've read to my community a couple of times, so they know who he is. And he talks about how people use psych education and they weaponize it and use it against each other, whether it's within the household environment or just random situations. I was a teenager and I told people, excuse me, why are you considering manipulation evil? It's not evil. If you know it's happening, it, one, you're not being manipulated. If you know they're lying, again, you know it's happening. I don't understand why you're making a big deal out of this and not addressing it with the person at this point. No, because if I address it, they won't, what, what, what does that mean? Okay, so you don't trust, so if you don't trust them, then stop going out with them. I don't understand, I don't understand why you're making 
a deal about this when you know it. So we will address it very straightforwardly. I'm an adult and I still address it like that. So here's where 5D mystics, we don't do the 4D, ha, 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 I know everything you're doing. That's an adaptive child for you. And that's a very sad story. We're not even going to go there. So 5D mystics, we don't use the word sophisticated when people are manipulating. In fact, we don't find them intelligent. And in fact, when I hear any person who's talking about manipulation that is not well taught on the mind and on trauma, I know that because they're going to use words like evil and they're not going to do it the way Michael Stone did in his scale. So Michael Stone is beautiful forensic criminologist person, therapist, actually, let me go find my notes. And he has, uh, he teaches and he is also officially, again, forensic something, something. He, he, he starts his video with, uh, you know, should I really be using the word evil? Because he says, technically, for thousands of years, this word was only used in religious texts and philosophical uh, texts and something, something, something. But he says, I saw that all people are using it, normal people, prosecutor people, journalists. So I figured I'd do some research or something. I, I forget how he kept keeps going but he says I decided that I was going to do a scale and he does the scale from 1 to 22 of evil and the 16 to 22 are the criminals who go on killing sprees and they torture their victims unfortunately this does happen and thank goodness we have police and systems and laws to protect people that does not uh, change the fact that those human beings were infants and that their brain structure and something took place in their life and or more that brought forth a series of events that led to another series of events. And so, again, 5D mystics, we do not actually cast stones. We learn not to, and that's at a very young age. My one moment of shame was when I realized I was casting stones as a teenager because I did use the words bad and good, and I meant it. Then I remembered, but the adults taught me how to use this word and these words, and oh, that's right, adults are teaching us how to behave to with each other as grown-ups and so okay got it i don't have to though cast stones and i will never ever ever again and that's the day where i began voicing anarchy it is because i believe in humanity so much that i know that we are in fact mammalians and we are meant to be together yes you and i but not everybody gets to harness their ventral vagus nerve even though now it's a trending topic so we're going to see a bunch of people talking about their ventral vagus nerve and i don't have my 1 to 22 scale but remember his name's michael stone he has a video on the well or big think and it's called the scale of evil and he goes on to describe that again the one to nine are people who get into trouble because they make mistakes it's unfortunate then we got nine to 16 which is people who are they have psychopathic traits, and so they're grandiose, they're charming, and they're narcissists. In fact, and this is where people actually, the adaptive child, falls for these people because they idealize a very specific image in their head, and that's one that comes from a person that doesn't want to feel powerless ever, ever again. And so they look to the traits that make people into something that we're not going to get into right now i've already described it in one of our recent videos and so anyone who's smart is actually going to see right through it anybody who's still an adaptive child will not until they might choose to become their self versus to become somebody they look at as an idol who should not be looked at as an idol at all because they're not an idol in the book of those of us who try to help 
every diamond in the rough which is every human being on the face of this planet shine like the light they are because they're all beautiful if only they would see their beautiful self but they need to get into safe haven secure base relationships first so as long as a person is not secure attachment within their own body they will have potentially a defectiveness shame button because they will not have been seen for who they are by themselves all by their own self in a way of compassion so they don't have self-compassion uh, they don't know what it means to feel in a restorative embodied so there's a lot of things like i'm, I'm not going to go listing but uh, again the 5d mystic will know the difference which is why we do not in any way shape or form uh, use shame blame or fault as our words of choice and we do not do in any way shape or form revenge even if somebody might be doing spiteful aspects we do not uh, do the whole let me retaliate and we do not weaponize words no we learn how to use our equanimity words and neutral words and so like i was saying when we get accused of things like maliciousness and it's not true and we know it we're going to say so sometimes and other times we're not going to say anything but we're going to get told about these moments of where people actually thought of us as evil quote unquote they don't use those words because they're like you're not evil you're not mischievous you're just a person who really doesn't have any like this is almost they they think it's impossible until of course again they see a zen master in the making no they see an actual official simply put zen master which is a unconsciously loving human being i have flaws and so do you and that's it there is no shame in my flaws the casting of the stones the only part of shame and it was thanks to me having a love cycle already personally with also having jesus share don't cast stones forgive them they don't know that's the real deal people don't know that their past is living within them so their adaptive child their unresolved trauma is living within them and it's being used until they're the ones who oh wow these charge states these emotions what what the hell wait a minute let me take a look what's happening here today's good psychoeducators are the ones that we are rooting for because they're the ones who talk about why compassion beyond a reason is important and that's how you dissolve the shame heartbreak gut wrench which is why in the zen master zen tradition story of said guru the zen master says to the non-disciples to forgive the compulsive thief the non-disciples don't want to because the thief thieved too many times these are our 4d our 3d and all those other soul age groups who keep on pointing those little fingers at each other and not knowing how to do functional adult love language they don't know how to integrate their brain either because they're navigating from only the left mode and when the right mode comes up they're using the energy their past their charge states their children selves with other people and throwing it and that's why when somebody will use certain words with us and we are even in the absence of anything so again you're oblivious to what's happening i've had interactions where i'm oblivious to what's happening so if people try to quote unquote on purpose get under my skin and there are people that will do this on purpose i'm oblivious to it it's okay though i chose to be oblivious to what people's uh, behind the scenes is because why would i be bothering with your stuff it's not my body i don't want to be in your body if i wanted to be in your body i no I, i don't and it's not a possibility and that's like for real not a possibility so there's that and there's love and so we choose simply put to be loyal to what we love we love our own life we love ourselves and then we can engage with others without needing to figure out you because you know what there's always a way for lies to come up 
And when you're hiding something, that's quote unquote a lie. So sooner or later, your pattern is going to be clear. So I'm going to know who you are, even without you telling me anything. In fact, actually, you'll tell me everything when you're using your words. So again, they're not weaponizing anything for the intelligent ones. We wonder, what the hell are you doing? Oh, and then we figure it out in time because T-I-M-E gives us all the answers. We also figure that one out. As a teenager, my lovely teenage boyfriend, he cheated on me the entire time because we didn't know about the poly secure. Otherwise, I would have totally said, hey, let's do polyamory because I think this is way better for you and for me too. That way we're agreeing to do the ethical non-monogamy. It's might as well. But in fact, I never left them. When they came back, we came back together. I didn't control them. I'm like, I'm going to check in on you every time. And I didn't even feel the need to. Because here's what grown-ups know how to do, even as teenagers, emotional grown-ups. We know how to trust. We talked. We clarified. You said your piece. I said my piece. We agreed, again, to stay together. There you go. Done deal. Nobody needs to hold anything on a little scale. Ah, let me make sure that's children who in fact don't know forgiveness for real because they don't know forgiveness doesn't mean justifying anything. You're not justifying. It means that the past has happened. We've addressed it. We've cleared it. We have spoken with love, respect, and honesty, authoritative. Anyone not authoritarian. It means honesty. So I say the truth. You say the truth. And we respect each other. I'm a differentiated self. You're a differentiated self. That's what it is. And we link. Well, me, we. 4D, 3D, they don't do any of this, no, nor do these other soul age groups. They're all up in each other's business. That's where they want to be. So 5D mystics and just anyone who's in their enlightenment soul age group as a 5D person. So Purusha Prakriti, functional adult person who knows compassion beyond a reason, knows equanimity. You know what's beautiful about being this level of emotional maturity? Being able to sit with people and talk about everything. And then to feel the prakriti there. You see, the energy body is one that you will notice of yourself. And as you're sitting in the presence of other energies, you'll notice your own energy. You're not, again, we don't pay attention to scanning other people. That's not how it works. We're attuning to whatever they want to share with us because we're present in the now. We're in our flow, man. We're just relaxing, chillaxing. So when things get uh, interesting, uh, we get interested so again, we don't do, I know everything about you. When somebody says, I know everything about you, you say, really, tell me more. And here, let's go with the story. So I have been told these things, that one, put the side note, uh, whenever somebody is actually using words of any type, doesn't matter who expert they want to throw in our face, because we're like, yeah, okay, <laughs> that's one human being out of 8 billion. You think I'm going to sit here and listen to you? Like, you know everything. Again, the sad guru quote, intelligent ones wander idiots are the ones who are a done for sure what is it i keep forgetting the expression idiots are dead sure <laughs> i love this one but let's not use the word idiots because that's not a let's think of it as just not not that but sometimes a good laugh so intelligent ones the 5d we wonder about everything so when we're seeing 4d people doing their little, I know everything about you. It's the minute that you back off and you're like, oh my gosh. And they think they're anointed. Oh, who's going to tell them that they're in love with their own light? We are not. They're going to figure it out. You know what happens when they figure it out? Well, when I was addicted to this, 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 and this, and then I got all up and in yoga and I did it extreme. And I was like so immersed in it. And I was putting my 
people on my pet. Um, so, okay, I'm going to get serious for a minute because this is a real deal that happens when people have unresolved trauma that they don't know about and they don't know of what true healthy relationships are, which means safe haven, secure basis. So people that treat you with respect and they don't know it in and out. That's why, like I said, when we meet people as a teenager, when people did the whole manipulation, it didn't ever work. I don't consider it manipulation. I don't actually consider anybody being able to be manipulated. I do understand why adaptive children do get manipulated. It's because they are people who will have been in a space of not trusting themselves for various reasons. So we're not going to use words with this, but I'm going to just let you know that it's hard to follow your own compass when you don't know that you have unresolved trauma. And that's why the good psychotherapists are important to know. Any person who has um, not the ability to unconditionally love yourself with flaws and imperfections and other people and in your body and in your heart feel okay with this. And when I say okay, what I mean is that in your body you feel at ease with all people. When you think of all 8 billion people from the present and the past, what the feeling is of Purusha Prakriti in the absence of all the contour that people love to bring to you is the zero-year-old who begins life expecting contingent communication and then the body knowing about this restorative by itself. I know the feeling everything's going to be okay. And knowing that there are people who don't know this feeling I don't know what that's like. And so a 5D person at their heart, this is why it always, when we get into situations where people are 4D, 3D or other soul age groups and their adaptive child comes up, our heart knows there's another heart. Somehow this is where it just pulls us back. This is the feeling that a love cycle person will have. You get pulled back. And it's almost as if everything you will have learned, any one of us who had a childhood where you heard the ugly duckling song, if you can't say something nice, say nothing, okay? So you slowly and surely learn to just do the right silence. It is not because you're not aware of what happens. You know when people are poking at you, but no matter how hard they poke, you don't have anger coming out of you. And so on that note, one of the stories I've shared with you, with one of my friends, we laughed together about this as we decided together that it's true. They would be able to manipulate me, meaning they would be able to have one over my eyes where I wouldn't know what they were doing because they have been able to see that if you're my friend, you have green light. That's it. I'm not going to question anything you're doing. Of course, I'm not going to do anything that you tell me to do unless I'm agreeing with it. So this is the part where that's pretty straightforward. And there is a very specific equation and it's all of our values. And it's basically, you know, remaining within the system and, and a lot of different areas. But a person who's the owner of their own heart body, their own values, and this is where you're in the alignment, heaven in your body. So physical, mental, and energetic. You are consciously aware, Purusha, of yourself. You unconditionally love who you are, flaws, imperfections, the whole deal. So here's where no matter what anyone's ever presented to me in a way of shame or blame or fault or revenge, there's always been a way to stand and just step back. And the heart is where we step back. And the heart feels hurt 
the heart of a person who's 5D will feel hurt, will feel sadness, will feel heartbreak, will feel all emotions. As a child, I use the word angry, but there's only few bursts of those moments that in fact are in my explicit memory. And that's it. Other than that, I actually uh, don't have reactiveness. In fact, I learned my one of my most important lessons. This is most beautiful is with one of those lovely three twin flames. And I will never forget it. I don't share the full story and I won't. I don't plan on it, but uh, I'll never forget finding out something that basically told me that even at that young of an age, I already knew the future. And so it's hilarious, though, because you look at these things and you're like, that's just fucking awesome. This is why we're 5D mystics, because there's no way in hell I would ever make it into a only you know, the neuroscience conversation, because when you're connected to your sphere of consciousness, and now I'm talking to 5D mystics, when you're your oversoul, you know this, you know that your loved ones are part of this. It's just freaking awesome. That's all I can say. So when you find out little things in this way, um, that it's only a 5D plane that I'm talking to. There's a 4D plane, they don't do shit like this. 4D plane, it's a sad bandwidth. I'm not going to talk about that bandwidth right now because it's not worth it right now. But if you're ever curious and you're truly 5D, is where we're going to have to figure that one out because I don't like to use time in areas that are not going to contribute to expanding consciousness. And people who think they're 5D but they are not it, they waste time in storyland and I'm not doing storyland right now. I'm doing an exchange of a perspective that a 5D mystic knows versus a 4D. 4D live in a very specific land. It's called, they do believe in evil, devils, demons, and all this shit. And they use words and they also vilify human beings, forgetting that the human beings, all people have been zero-year-olds. And they go and they fill their head with very specific content and they also fill their mouth with very specific content. And these are the same people that weaponize and manipulate words because they're educated and they manipulate in a way that though they want to make it look good and we don't like when people manipulate any sort of situation and they make themselves look good because they're in trending topic land by the way so long story short we see all through this and we know though they serve a purpose every person serves a purpose because we're one big ball of energy and so we disengage from the sphere because it's not our sphere one two we have the inner wisdom to know it's none of our business they serve a purpose we are a collective there's a 5d collective we are doing things together there's 5d educators the neuroscience the psychoeducators. there's a lovely lovely beautiful buttload of 5d educators so we don't have to the 5d mystic the person who's about the personal development mindful relationships and building community we're not in the middle of certain types of gossip, okay? So let me put them to the side and continue with the stories. My friend and I, as we teased, we teased about the fact that they definitely, if they wanted to, they could manipulate and do things that would eventually lead me, what we said was to be on my knees crying, okay? And that's because the person that is a loved one has recognized the level of trust basically that a person will just allow themselves to have because 
And it's not just trust in the sense of what you tell me. It's, it's also the investment of heart. So it's the actual, I share with you and trust that you will be there for me. And so there's a, a way of them knowing mentally and emotionally they're entrusted by a person who's decided you're part of my family, I'm part of your family, and you're in my sphere of land. So safe haven, secure base. You're a safe haven, secure base for me. I, I trust you. I trust that you will have my inner and outer well-being at heart. That means my mental, all of it, okay? So there is a way that you say, I know and I feel that I'm going to be safe and you're going to attune and soothe me and we're going to stay secure together and we're going to be you know, in this secure relationship. So we build only secure connections and we don't bother with trying to figure out anything behind the surface this is the point that i'm trying to make so 5d mystic will go all in because that's who we are we are one big ball of energy and it doesn't ever cross our mind to do anything different so i use the teenage boyfriend as an example because it's a tangible example to use indifferently from what this person chose to do behind the scenes if i come together with you and you and i have a conversation and we say, okay, this is good. So we've recalibrated, we've decided, then we're going to keep moving forward. So we won't ever think of somebody planning and doing things strategically to actually try and emotionally get into some area, okay? And this is being descriptive on purpose. 4D, they have a whole different way. They don't do any of this. And they, in fact, only talk about their oversoul as soul contracts that come to an end karmics, they create groups, they organize. This is all separation consciousness. And the ones who talk about your oversoul, like with the whole twin flame thing as a magnet, they also are objectifying your relationships. So the therapists are the best for relationships because they give you the basic foundation of you. You're either a person who has secure attachment or you don't. And if you don't, then you have insecure attachment. And it's not a done deal. What it means though, is that you've been wired in the nervous system there are safety behaviors safety responses there are maladaptive responses as an adult there's adaptive children there there's the inner child wound that's going to come up so there's going to be a trauma safety behavior response and interaction if there are people that have any type of insecure attachment style or they have any type of unresolved trauma so a past experience that will have scarred, scarred them, the word people like to use, that they will not have tended to process and therefore they will not have brought healing to. They will not have made sense of the challenging situation. So they will not have brought themselves to a place of, I'm the adult, I can differentiate, process the sensations, the images, the thoughts, the feelings, what has taken place. It's called post-traumatic growth for those who consider their experiences in life as scarring. 5D mystics, we don't have scars. We have a heart. Once you're mature enough, obviously the language changes in time. So if you go back to me as a teenager, I will have used what education I had at that time. Today I'm an adult and thankfully I can actually be a representation of what I've always felt, which is unconditionally loving people. So here as a teenager, my lovely teenage boyfriend knew this because the first thing I told to them when we became boyfriend girlfriend was don't you think that you have special treatment because we're an item now as you know I love all my friends equally and you're equal in this so don't go thinking we're going to do 
I don't know, all this solo shit that people do all the time and they put their friends aside because as teenagers, right, you start seeing how people put people to the side and a person who's polyamory and that's where 5D mystics will be that because our oversoul is all people. So we don't have special groups and people who instead need special groups they, in fact, will say things of, along the lines of, if people are friends with all people, then they are no friends at all. So this is where adaptive children, they want to be reassured that they're special because they want to have confirmation that you see them and are going to be there for them, soothe and safe and secure. And that's where the people who have a secure attachment relationships and want only secure attachment relationships the reason why monogamy is one predominant besides cultural reasons and besides religious region reasons and all of the past in addition to all of that when you look at it from a human perspective the attachment system of every person we all have one it is where it longs to be seen to be soothed to feel safe and then for secure it's an actual physiological longing. It's your mammalian heritage. And the drives involve certainty, belonging, and self-agency. So these three, there's a PHP, I think is what Daniel Siegel, I need to get his, when it comes out, he has a new book coming out soon, but, or the PDP. So besides the adult attachment interview, he has the personality drive something. And this is where you can determine if you're like which one, certainty, belonging, or self-agency, which one's more dominant or not, because that is what can tell you how a person evolves with their attachment category, because Daniel Siegel uses the categories, not the styles, but they're both equally important and valuable for you to understand if you're looking to be your actual enlightenment, so age person, and so integration of the brain and restored embodied self, it is about you learning to become your own secure attachment within yourself, which can be done. I mean, you can easily, if you're a love cycle person, do this. So again, I'll bring back my teenage boyfriend. When I told him what I did, I knew it was culturally not something that he liked because he's one, uh, I'm partly Neapolitan Italian. And so the Neapolitans, the Southerners particularly, not all, but the Southern region, there's this idea that jealousy means you love me and it's cultural. So I was explained it. And so here's where you embody and understand a culture. You don't try to change a culture. And this is why I knew in this equation, what I was sharing was something that didn't match the culture, which would mean there would be a lack of emotional security however by speaking things that's how you reassure each other this is why we have words love language here so long story short we can as functional adults as a teenager i was already aware this is not going to satisfy the cultural idea but this is not who i am i'm not a jealous person i will never be a jealous person you're not my property and i'm not your property and if you even remotely you know uh, address any of this stuff, you can go. There's the highway. I am not going to be doing any negotiation about this. The part about knowing who you are and what you are and how to share it doesn't, in fact, ever change for those of us who are 5D with a love cycle. What changes is we mature. 
and so our words, they expand and our energy matures, which is really awesome, by the way. So when I think of me as a teenager and me as the adult, I say the same things, but now I'm a lot more eloquent and I'm a lot more empowered and I'm a lot more loving and I'm a lot more, wow, this is amazing. I'm more of the mature, mature version. So you can notice when you were a teenager versus an adult. And this is where the consistency lies of us not feeling ever changed. Those who are consistently expanding consciousness. So some have done this Purusha Prakriti their entire life. And that's because we know how to unconsciously love ourselves with flaws and imperfections. So again, I was like, this to me is not a flaw or an imperfection, but to you it might be. It doesn't matter. How are we going to work it out? Long story short, the part about the cheating is why, one, knowing that there are areas that are lacking is, for me, something that we would continue to discuss. And that's where misalignment leads to potential alignment when you're conversing or not. And at a certain point, the alignment did not move into alignment because they found another person that instead fit what they wanted. And in fact, to this day, these two people are together. And I, in fact, knew that that is what they wanted because I did, as any couple, we get to know each other. So you get to know your strengths and weaknesses. We all have them, even though, again, when you unconsciously love yourself with flaws and imperfections, they're flaws, but they're not weaknesses. They're part of who you are. They're your personality. So when you find actual ideal partnerships, this is the part of safe haven, secure base which is a 5D partnership, by the way. And so you're not pointing shame, blame, fault, none of that. You actually can smile. Like with my friend, when we were teasing about, yes, I would get down and be crying. And then I was like, you, you won't do that, though. I think you love me enough now not to do that, right? <laughs> and, and then I was like, well, you know, it's okay. Even if you do, I'll be fine because I can always be fine. Why? Because we always can choose how to handle events that take place. And that's the difference between a 5D mystic and anybody who's not in a 5D plane is that we don't have events that feel traumatic because it's not a tsunami when the heart break or heart, whatever happens, the heart's a muscle. We have what is called an emotion and we understand what will have taken place to bring about that emotion. And since we sit in our integrated brain and restorative embodied self, we are in equanimity. Well, of course, you know, these, these things happen over here, over there. So it doesn't matter if it was revenge, if it was fault, blame. It doesn't matter if it was shame. Whatever quote-unquote tactics, whatever weaponization, again, quote-unquote manipulation, gaslighting, ghosting, this why these are not any tactic to a person who's a 5D. What that is is a person who doesn't know how to be emotionally mature. And I'm choosing not to use the word that came to my mind on purpose because, see, we do know what that word means. But once you understand what a zero-year-old who did not get contingent communication means, your heart is going to want to keep addressing that so that most people, and most means my lovely 5D enlightenment, so age people know evil doesn't exist. Dem devil, devil demons they don't exist in the land of the reality what exists are people who can make use of a good somatic sensory motor and trauma expert and to learn what it means to have an adaptive child who's carrying the past within them that's an inner child and that's where it will come up and it will come up conflict is not able to be handled by those who have had abusive and neglectful households 
by those who will not have learned how to be adults after heartbreak as teenagers. There's so many teenagers. They just have overgeneralized and done stereotypes, and that's what you see all day long. It's so mind-numbing to a person who's an actual adult. It's not even funny. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's mind-numbing because we just see emotional immaturity and insecurity of teenage land over and over and over again, and it's not even, like, uh, something that you think anything of. You're like, okay that's not life but hey you know they find people that they can do that with whatever um long story short back to storyland so that we can conclude on the note of what a 5d mystic will always know is that now is always a lucky time because we're always loyal to what we love we love being in relationships we love making our dreams come true and sharing them with people and we're always in a beginner's mind because we're always present without the past 5d mystics and a functional adult is always in an integrated brain so we're always present attuning and then we're speaking teenage boyfriend even when they ended the relationship i i said you're with her no i'm not yes you are no i'm not i told her you're with him no i'm not yes you are one month later i see them hand in hand not to mention i find out things later on and i Definitely it was like, okay, you know, I was not thinking of it in a good or bad way. I already knew the truth. And uh, this lovely person came running into the bathroom. It was at a restaurant that we would all go to. And I looked at him and I said, I told you. And he said, no, no, it just happened. I said, whatever, man. (laughs) It was hilarious to me. And to this day, I find it hilarious in the sense of it's sad to see the adults don't even know how to have conversations and at that point we were 19 so that's still a child to me because I've seen people be children and also because your executive decision makers don't completely develop until the age of 25 for biologically females and 27 for biologically males so until the day your executive decision maker brain functions are not completely Uh, matured I personally as a individual will say I'm dealing with a child emotionally speaking after that you might be able to start maturing if you choose to actually do something with uh, the mouth of yours so I disregarded this person's words because I mean at the end of the day in the face of all truth you're still lying like seriously I don't even know and this is where we don't even bother calling it Cows of betrayal, betrayal, loyal. All these words don't mean anything to 5D mystic because they're all words that the only people who use it are, again, the ones who don't have secure attachment within their own body. So they don't feel seen, they don't feel safe, they don't feel secure, and they don't feel welcomed as they are in their own skin. We're fine with being flawed and imperfect if there's one thing we're not going to do is lie. So we're okay with people thinking about us being not uh, nice or whatever it is, but we're going to be direct. We're not going to do filters. We're not going to lie. We're, we're not going to pretend. So when we're addressed in any way, shape, or form, what we learn to do is to speak from our mouth. And if people push, we are going to keep speaking. And when they push, we're not going to shame, blame, fault, or do revenge. We don't even remotely. And when people do have ways that we figure out that they have tactically done things, We don't get angry. One, we will get heartbroken and sad, pretty much, especially if they're family. Then we'll get over it because that's that's what happens when you are a person who's a grown-up. You understand that if you cannot speak 
your emotions, it's because you're afraid of your own heart. And that means you have heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart, tsunami feelings. And those are all the past of an adaptive child that has an inner child in or more. And they don't have a relationship with their higher self. If they did, they'd know how to speak their sensations. They'd know how to speak their emotions. They'd know how to relate to each other. The 4D does not do any good deed when they talk about energy vampires or dark auras or about soul contracts ending. No, your oversoul is your family. And if you're a mystic in any way, shape or form and you're intrigued in a good way because you understand Krishna Lila means you're wandering always in a way of my heart loves people and my family especially and that means all your loved ones, then you're going to keep navigating to the IHP content. And at the end of the day, the reality is I know that the people who want to be their functional adults have 5D educators, the good psycho educators. I know that people who are in the middle will navigate over here and that involves my lovely mystics. And so the people who know about wandering within the holistic spiritual spirituality community, but also with the science community. So we bring it all together and we have fun with it because that's what it is to be a human. It's to have fun together and we leave alone the 3D, 4D to do their stuff, leave them alone. When you're with people who don't know who they are, so they don't know that they're unconditional love, they're diamonds in the rough that can be bright and shiny like everybody, we're not going to be doing anything except what that Zen master in the Zen tradition story of Sadhguru. We're going to tell the non-disciples to forgive the compulsive thief. We're going to repeat that and the compulsive thief, which would be the shame defectiveness, will be given the opportunity to dissolve. So a person who does not have yet their own unresolved trauma up to the surface gets to see, and they get to see a reflection of themselves, though, that is one of love. So somebody who says, I love you unconditionally, doesn't matter what you will ever do, no matter what you do, I L-O-V-E you, and you're home to me, and I'm home to you, and this is good, and we can do and talk about anything. And it doesn't mean you're going to tell me the truth. None of that. It doesn't mean I even know one inch of anything about you that I'm going to be here and I'm going to look at you with these eyes, the same eyes that you saw yesterday and tomorrow. And if I get pissy, you're going to see pissy eyes. That's for sure. But long story short, a 5D mystic and a person who's a functional adult, enlightenment soul age group, compassionate beyond a reason, with or without mysticism, we look at every single one of these human beings on the face of this planet with one thing in mind. It's called, you're a person and I'm a person. And we are going to cherish this moment and expand each other's consciousness. And that's going to be something beautiful because it's going to be something nice. Now, if it's not because the people are adaptive children, it's not for them. The mature version of us can always make beauty out of anything that comes our way and so again like with my lovely teenage boyfriend nothing ever changed I didn't get jealous when he would cheat I would just have conversations and eventually when they did break up it was something sad I was upset what I found out what is what I found out was one it's bullshit that you won't ever love like you've loved your first love it was complete. I was like, mm, I've gotten even more loving. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. I'm in even better relationships. So the reality is people who have love in the forefront and love button, we love more and more and more. And there is no way that there's less of it. There's more of it because we see beyond the fray. We see beyond the adaptive child. We know that behind that child is a 
inner child. We know that it's a charge. That we know that some people will see themselves when we see them with the compassionate eyes. So they'll see that fragment and they'll welcome themselves back home. And some might not because they'll struggle with it. And that's where the struggle with it doesn't mean they won't ever. It just means that they're going to have some time to get to see themselves. Because in time, we will keep sharing compassionate mirror, compassionate mirror. So they get to welcome those fragments of themselves when they become self-compassionate with themselves. So the 5D, again, all of us, we don't abandon ship. We welcome more family, more loved ones, and nothing ever changes. We will always love twin flames, soulmates, over soul. Now, when those relationships move into different directions, this is for another episode, but it's not a bad thing. We're secure connections. So we know, and all is well, so we know what love means for real, not pretend, which is why it's consistent. Like this lovely teenage boyfriend and their partner, we are still friends. Although there's a whole story, all my regular listeners know the story, but we're not going to get into that one. Long story short, though, they recognize the connections we have. And this is something that is very beautiful. And it's appreciative for the heart of a person who loves. And in fact, this is something I'll share as we close on out. Because every year we get to get equanimity And when it comes to our relationships, there's a specific moment that as something was being quote-unquote, I'm not even going to use that word, but as something was happening, this beautiful thing happened, where it happened around the same time, and this beautiful thing was where I was like, wow, this is so awesome. And we already know, in fact, how the energies work, meaning instinctively a 5D mystic has this ability to know about the flow of energy and we don't sit with the like and dislike and oh i'm gonna pout about it no we actually know that we're getting to process those sensations those images those thoughts those emotions that situation and so every day of your life if you're a love cycle person in 5d you keep expanding if you've come to love cycle and you're now 5d you're expanding too which is why 4d 3d they have their purposes they do their thing we don't need to be involved they're in charge states they're not in the awareness of their adaptive children that's why they're still in this maya land okay so we'll keep talking about it but the biggest difference again it's easy peasy for 5d mystic to always always grow more loving not the opposite we grow more compassionate by the day you just give us something and you poke us, love comes out. If you poke us in a way that we're not thinking, then we're going to get very sad, but it's okay because sadness, meaning it's an emotion, it's a primary emotion, and we'll know why it's coming forth. So whenever heartbreak, we're not doing the whole scar shit. We don't do scars. We do love when we do our hearts and muscle, and it keeps loving more and more. And what we understand is that a zero-year-old does not choose to uh, have an insecure attachment style or an insecure attachment category or a disorganized attachment category. They don't choose to have unresolved trauma. They don't choose the same way their parents didn't choose and so on and so forth. So being able to be creating mindful relationships, enlightenment, soul age group, functional adult relationships, Zen master relationships, that's what we get to, 5D mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, my lovely IHP community, as we move forward in the years to come, that's what we get to do. It's to have 
the very straightforward and raw and done deal. Enlightenment, a.k.a. functional adult. Spiritual process, a.k.a. personal development. It's you, integrated brain, restorative embodied self. It's you, the optimized version that every one of us can be. Neuroscientists talk about it. We're in selflessness, timelessness, effortlessness, richness when we're connected to this lovely sphere of energy, consciousness, the collective, the expanded in our own consciousness itself. We're our Purusha Prakriti. It's beautiful. I hope to see you for more and hear from you as well if you have any questions. And remember, there's paid subscription-based model content for anyone who wants something specific. I will at some point or another create a landing page so that you can go and look at your options or make it you know, clear in case uh, that's preferred. But in the meantime, reminding you towards the end of our episode, have a wonderful day.